My name is Claire. Hi, Claire. Hi, Claire. This workshop is public information. It's really called Carry the Message. So I uh, appreciate everyone being here this morning. Um, we're being taped, um, and this will not be edited. So, um, and it might be available online. So anyone who wishes to remain anonymous and wants to ask questions or speak, if you choose to, you can use a fictitious name. Um, I was so delusional most of my life that Claire is a fictitious name for me because, you know, when you were 400 pounds, you're kind of not really showing yourself to anyone, you know? So anyway, good morning. Um, will someone volunteer to be a timer? Thank you. Okay. So um, we're going to hand out some stuff to you all. And this is a little bit of a different workshop in that um, this workshop was worked on by the PIPO committee of, of Region 6. Um, we created it. We beta tested it online. About, uh, I think, 14 intergroups sent representatives um, to an online forum where we presented it. And we got feedback from that forum, and then we edited it, and it went to the Region 6 board, and the board approved it, and now it's this workshop. So why am I telling you all this? Because we have a PIPO committee in Region <coughs> 6, and the members of that PIPO committee have offered to go throughout the region. If any of you want to do this workshop um, back in wherever you're from, we will do our best to have somebody come to where you are that's not from your area, um, and um, present it so that we can help. Because the idea is to really go out to the membership for carrying the message. So that's the background. So you'll see when this is distributed around, this is the actual presentation. If you were doing this at a local um, intergroup, for example, you would ask people to bring a copy of their big book in their OA 12 and 12, and um, they would be, you know, you wouldn't have to print it out, is what I'm telling you. Um, but because I couldn't do that in advance, I printed it out. Because all, most, uh, almost every page except like two or three in here are taken directly from OA literature. And um, what we really wanted to do was emphasize, you know, carrying, carrying the message and, and why, you know, to me, carrying the message is, um, it's how I can be of maximum usefulness. <coughs> it's the purpose of my recovery, right? It's, to me, the reason I'm in no way. I, I absolutely need to be abstinent. I absolutely um, need to um, have conscious contact with a power greater than myself. But if I don't share this message, I will be a 400-plus-pound woman again. I have, I'm absolutely convinced of that. And, I, um, and that would lead to death for me. That would lead to death for me. So I'm going to start out now, and um, we'll take you through if you want to go through it with me here. Um, so what we have, okay, it looks like they did uh, double-sided, which is okay. So having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry the message to compulsive old readers and to practice these principles in all our affairs. So I'm going to just pass around a picture of me. And so you know where I come from, because I think that's important. Um, and 
Um, as I said, that's the spiritual awakening. I, it's, I'm beyond uh, just thinking about myself. And, uh, and I do it for a lot of reasons. And I like Dr. Bob's story, you know, when he talks about why he carries the message. It's certainly an insurance policy. It keeps me abstinent. You know, you don't want to lose your abstinence when you're sponsoring people. You don't want to lose your abstinence when you're in a community and you're doing outreach and public information. You know, you're, out, you're talking to people. Um, it's a real Thank insurance, you. you know. I come from Long Island, which is not a small place, but I come from a small town. And, you know, I do, everyone knows how I, that I, I'm, I'm in OA. Not that I go to the press or the radio, but people ask me and I tell them, right? And I do public information events. I do, um, I do uh, health fairs and go to schools and, you know, whatever. So people know, you know, it's part of public. So it's a great insurance policy, but it's also a heck of a lot more rewarding because I know this program saved my life and, you know, I have the ability to pass that on. And that's a gift from God. So I'm grateful for that. Um, if you go to the, the next step, it talks about what we're going to be talking about. Uh, outreach and working with others, speaking to newcomers, sponsorship. We are the message. Those are all key points here. You know, we really are the message. Um, that, I can't emphasize that enough, you know. Uh, the, and, and sponsorship is important. How is that carrying the message? Well, if people come in the rooms and they don't come back, we're not carrying the message. You know, you could get people in the rooms and they don't come back, and that's that. So that's really important. Uh, and outreach is very, very, very important. And we are really working hard at Region 6 to work on outreach. Um, what we're trying to do is break the isolation between intergroups. So we're trying to start sharing information, what's working, what's not working, so we don't spend our time on resources on things that didn't work and do things that do work. And there are some things that worked that worked really well for some intergroups and didn't for others. Well, why did they work well for that intergroup? We are starting to share that information. You'll get little emails from people from our PIO committee, and your intergroup will get phone messages that say we're having online sharing workshops where we're going to actually share the things that have worked and haven't worked for intergroups. So that's good for you to know. Um, and of course, the fifth tradition. You know, uh, what are we doing to reach out to professionals? What are we doing to reach out in our communities? So I'm going to jump to page four because. We don't have a heck of a lot of time. <coughs> and I just, you all have this reading in front of you, which is from the forward to the second edition of the big book. And it's ta it talks about, um, you know, Bill W., right, and Dr. Bob. And, uh, well, it says, prior to his journey to Akron, the broker had worked hard with many alcoholics on the theory that only an alcoholic could help an alcoholic. But he had succeeded only in keeping sober himself. The broker had gone to Akron on business venture, which had collapsed, leaving him greatly in fear that he might start drinking again. He suddenly realized that in order to save himself, he must carry the message to another alcoholic. It's that simple. If you just want to do it for selfish reasons, do it for that reason. Because... Otherwise, forget it. Um, but it goes on further to say, and I'm going to skip a paragraph because we have limited time, but here we go. Hence, the two men set to work almost frantic, frantically upon alcoholics arriving in, in the ward of Akron's city hospital. 
that's the thing, you know, doing this outreach is so critical. And we're hoping today, in, in sharing kind of our collective experience, we can begin to set a new, not, not a, not a, not a um, new way, but reaffirm, you know, our commitment to going to, like how many people here have gone to a hospital and told them about OA or know if your intergroup has done that? I have my first appointment in two weeks. Awesome. So I really need to talk to you okay. awesome. once. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Okay, but, see? Yeah. yeah. We did a health fair where we talked to people at the hospital, and the health fair was at the hospital. Right. Yeah, great. So, um, very, very, really, really important. And um, clergy, ministers, rabbis, a whole nother, you know, that's, that's the next place we can go to. So um, these are all important things. I, I am assuming everyone knows, you know, there's a lot of materials in a way to go out there. You know, one of the first ways we reach everyone is our beginner's path. And, um, you know, if you ask most people in program what's in a beginner's packet, a lot of them can't tell you. So how are you talking to a beginner if you're handing them something that you don't even know what's in there? So the thing that we really suggest is opening it up getting familiar with it. When a beginner comes in, don't just hand it to them. Spend an extra five minutes and when the meeting is over and talk to them. Take out what's inside the packet and show them it. It's that simple. Those little things make people come back. It's just a really simple thing that's you know five minutes out of everyone's life. Um, so I'm going to keep going here. We're on the, I'm popping up to page page number six and the statement of abstinence and why does that have to do with carrying the message so the example I always give is um, all my doctors are in the same hospital system so they see a chart of a five foot woman that was over 400 pounds that has now been maintaining over a 200 pound weight loss for more than two years and it took them a while to lose it right and so I don't have to. I don't have to say anything. I have a. I have story after story, you know, about what happens at my doctor's. I came into OA after getting endometrial cancer, and people don't know that one of the causes of that cancer is obesity. It's one of the main contributors to it. And um, I happened to go on a doctor's appointment one day with a woman who happened to be an intern on my surgery. And um, when I had my surgery and stuff, they had to reinvent the instruments because I was quite large. Well, they literally do. They had to play with the instruments. And this was a doctor, and she looked at me, and I said, you know who I am, right? Because I knew that she was on my surgery because my physician had told me. And she said, no, well, she said, you are unrecognizable. You are unrecognizable, not just physically, because when I went for my surgery, I couldn't look at anyone. I was all nervous. I was, you know, I was in my disease. And she said, every part of you is unrecognizable. And there's nothing like seeing a person of science see a miracle, right? It really is. There's nothing like that. So um, I see that time and time again. I went um, a few weeks ago. I got kicked out of therapy. They enough done. And I had post-traumatic stress disorder, right? So not just the physical. I'm talking um, the emotional. And I went to see my old therapist, just get a tune-up. And when I session was over, I went to take out my checkbook. And she said, this is her, this is a person that's a very prominent psychologist, pretty well known. And she said, 
put it away. I said, no, I can't. It's not how I work my program. I can't do that. She said to me, you are a miracle. Donate that check to OA. Okay? So that's how we carry the message. We carry the message. We carry the message first and foremost with us. And um, that, that's the point of that. And, and people will know that and see it. And so we carry it in um, how we, you know, both in the program and how we deal with our fellows, the people who are struggling, with people who are first coming to the room, with people we sponsor. These are all part of carrying the message. And um, as you'll see in there, we have the uh, sponsorship packet, another great, you know, another great tool people hardly know about. You know, a lot of, a lot of people, can I just see a raise of hands? I mean, how many people have worked with this, the sponsorship kit? Okay, so um, not even a third of the room. And we don't have a big room, but still, uh, you know, this is a great tool. It's, you know, and if you can't afford this, there's one little pamphlet in it that says sponsoring through the 12 steps. It's, I think, I don't even know, 75 cents, $1.25. It's right here. These are all tools that we have available to us. Um, the, and again, these are all part of, of um, every one of these things, sponsorship, outreach, it's all part of carrying the message. Um, I, I, when I'm done, I'm going to ask people to, uh, if they want to come up and speak, and I'm going to sign a release to, to read some of, this other, some of these other pages, but what I'd like to do is, you know, talk about that. The outreach, have people seen this public information service manual? Just raise your hands. Okay, okay, great. Okay, so this is something that if you're doing outreach, you should see if your intergroup has a copy of this. Is it downloadable? Um, I, or you have to buy it? I think you have to buy it. Okay. You have to buy it, yeah. And that's British Pride. Okay. Oh, it's OA. It's oh, OA. yeah. There's a whole yeah. other website. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's been updated. Yeah. I think been, that doesn't look like the one I have. Um, <laughs> this is a more, yeah, they have updated it. So there's there. Um, Did you say there's a website? Yeah, OA.org. In fact, what I'm going to tell you is we handed out a sheet, and on the back of that sheet is my phone number and I think my email. And it, I have a whole listing of links to different public information on the World Service site. And unfortunately, I, I forgot to copy it. So if you don't have it and want it, just email me or call me or text me, and I will get it to you. I'll email it to you. So this is a cell number. That's a cell number. Here. Yeah, it's my cell number. And this is the other professional outreach manual. Okay, so we don't have to make it up. It has the letters. It has everything in here. So again, if your intergroup doesn't have it, see if they can get it. So you, even if you just have one copy, not everyone who's working on, you know, just need one copy you can pass around. Because these are, you know, phenomenal tools. They're all great tools. And you all should have gotten one of these little carry the message cards. These are great. These are great for just OA members to have. Uh, you know, it's a little card. It's like a little pocket. It's just we have an abundance of materials to carry the message. And um, there is, you know, there is for for everyone here. There's just no. I can't emphasize just how incredible it is, and you all know it. When you see someone new walk in the room and get the miracle of recovery, you all know it. You know, this program saved my life, and um, I, I like to pass that on to others. And, and, and 
and in, in doing that, um, I think it's a, it's, it's a gift to me, and, and it's really my obligation to the program, you know? So I, I just, um, where am I at on time? Oh, well, I'm sorry. Okay. We, we forgot. Okay. Well, then there we go. Um, I don't, <laughs> tell me how much time I, we uh, have. Okay. So I'm going to um, say it's 830. I, I think I'm going to have one more minute here. Um, when does this I just want to say to you all that, you know, as I said, this presentation is here. Um, it's available for people to come to your intergroup and make it. And what we do is a little bit differently than we do at this kind of workshop. When, we, when we'll go to an intergroup, what we'll do is um, ask people to bring the books, have people come up on different, which I'm still going to do. I'm going to ask people if they want to volunteer and sign the sheet and come up and share on some of the readings here. So it's not only someone presenting, but that it's active. And then after the session's over, we will discuss outreach, right, with the members of the intergroup. So we can brainstorm. For example, I did a sort of version of this on Long Island, and as a result of it, you know, we got into doctor's offices that we hadn't been in. We got into a PTA that we hadn't been in. Because people just don't realize it. So if you can open it up for people and, and share and exchange information and experience, then people will, will, will come in and, and, um, and add to that and get involved in it. So it was really uh, effective in that way. And... Um, you know, we just want to be here today saying that uh, you know, we have an active PIO committee in, in Region 6. Uh, for those of you who don't know, there's blitz funding available at every assembly. There's $2,500. Um, if your intergroup is willing to match a portion of that um, or some portion of it, you can apply for blitz funding. So what that means is you can apply for money to do a, an event to do a mailing, to do, we are creating, uh, for example, Nasser Intergroup right now have applied for, that's my intergroup, we applied for blitz funding, we're uh, creating a 30 second new um, uh, radio spot that we're also designing with um, uh, uh, pictorial so it can be used on the internet. Uh, once that's created, we're designing in such a way that other intergroups, if they wanted to, could grab it and drop their name in, you'd have to pay for it. But that's one example. Uh, one of the intergroups did, two intergroups, did, they distributed the um, OA Stories book, a new edition of it, to libraries, you know. Uh, they got money. They got blitz money from that. Another intergroup went online and uh, did an online, they had like a local shopper kind of thing, and they did announcements there, and that drove traffic to their website. They got money for that. Another intergroup did mailings to um, uh health professionals and they got money for that. Those are the type of things. So there are blitz forms available um, at, on Region 6 website. If, again, if you don't see them, call me because sometimes they get lost in the whatever or text me and you have to apply in a certain time and uh, you know, very often you can get money. I will tell you that unfortunately the last um, assembly no one had applied. So there went $2,500 for carrying the message, right? So when you go back to your intergroups, let them know, let's apply. Even if you want to copy what someone else has done, copy it. Go back and copy it. You know, it's, um, it's an effective way of doing it. So I'm going to wrap up there, and I'm going to ask, there's a, there's a couple of um, slides in here 
that I would ask if there's people in the room who are willing to share to do so. We have a release form that you need to sign if you're going to come up and share. And um, I, I think it's important because we get to hear each from each other. Uh, you know where where um, where we have um, what our experience has been. What our experience has been. So I'm going to um, ask if there's a volunteer who would like to read, let's follow this through, if they wouldn't mind reading, um, page 7, which is Tradition 5, and, and share on that, if there's someone in the room that would like to do that. Page, they're numbered on the bottom right. No. Oh, yeah. Yes. The bottom right. Yeah. Yes, they are. So page 7 is Tradition 5. Is there a volunteer that um, would like to come up and... Um, share on that. Well, she raised her hand. Oh, I didn't. I didn't see who raised their hands. Please, thank you. Did you say read it and share? Please, thank you. And I'm gonna. You know what? If you can stand over here because you're closer to the recorder, you can sign it afterwards if you want. The recorder's right here, so I'm gonna get out of your way. I'm Hi, Jay. Tradition 5 says each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. The 12 Steps and 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. Um, I mentioned that our intergroup recently um, was at a health fair at a hospital. Um, and while we were there, we did networking with healthcare professionals, um, hospital staff, but we also had some really good one-on-one -on -one conversations with people who walked by our table, um, saw our names, saw our posters, um, and many, and it was, it was amazing, um, not, many people walked by and just kind of gave the sidelong glance, but a few people approached us and just said, you know, that's me, and just started talking. Um, I had a copy of mine before. Away picture um, that I would show people if they wanted to see it. Um, we had business cards um, with the OA website on them. Um, we also had pamphlets. Um, we didn't want people to just pick up pamphlets, though. We wanted to talk to people and hand them pamphlets. Um, so that was our strategy. We had some stand-up signs that had posters and information. Basically, though, the main the main um, sign below the table said Overeaters Anonymous with our intergroup name on it. Um, the next step for that hospital is we'd like to have a public information evening, like around 6 or 7 p.m. for staff and the public, um, an open to the public meeting um, to further carry the message. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Jane. You know, people may have seen this. This is a, you know, this is available. For, for reaching out to the professionals. Again, if you don't have the money for this, go with it. just this. It's all is enough. So um, so when people come up to speak, you got to sign there. And if you can, I'm going to move to the other side because the tape recorder is right here. So this podium is pretty high, so people like me can't. Uh, so. <laughs> um, so the next page that I'd like to ask if someone would come up is page 8, sponsorship. I'd like to come up and give a three-minute pitch on sponsorship. Got a volunteer in the room? 
Okay. And if you could read it, please. I am Dorothy, compulsive leader. Hi, Dorothy. Sponsorship is one of our keys to success. Sponsors are OA members committed to abstinence and to living the 12 steps and 12 traditions to the best of their ability. Sponsors share their program up to the level of their experience, and they strengthen their recovery through this service to others. To find a sponsor, look for someone who has what you want and ask how he or she is achieving it. Will all abstinence sponsors please identify themselves? Uh, I was told, I, I've been in program about 25 years, which is rather unbelievable, actually, because I came in to get the, get the program and then beeline out. And here I am. Um, somebody said, you know, so if somebody asks you to sponsor them, the answer is yes, because God will provide. Um, and, and God has always provided. You know, if somebody moves, somebody leaves, um, their, their program is different, their schedules are different, and you've the time is provided for you to do the service. I, I can't tell you exactly how it works. It just works, especially if you have this higher power in your life. Uh, we had a sponsorship workshop in our area two years ago, and just the other day, on two separate occasions, people commented, A, they found someone to sponsor them. They found what they needed, and another young person introduced themselves as, remember 18 months ago? <laughs> and, and this individual is a, a, an altogether different person. I did not recognize her. She had lost close to 100 pounds. And miracles happen and I was there that day and I was there to see her you know it's it, amazing absolutely amazing God has a plan um, I can't imagine um, life without this program just life in general right it, it transcends it transcends 24/7 uh, um, and I've learned to plant the seed I, I don't know when seeds are planted and the seeds may not be planted at this moment in time, but it may be in a brief interaction in the hallway. It may be over lunch or the cup of coffee or the fact that I spilled water and somebody helped. I, I don't know it. Um, and, and I remember I learned a valuable lesson and not to judge people. I was having breakfast with a, an individual many years ago at a convention and she was extremely heavy, and I thought, what is, I was judging. And she pulled out her pictures. I was humbled. She had lost over 250 pounds. And who am I to judge and lesson learned? We are all equal in the fellowship. So thank you. If you have a chance to sponsor, do it. It's for you. You get more than you give. Thank you. So the, the next slide here, um, I'll just facilitate this one. 
is the structure of OA, and why do we have this in here? And what does this have to do with carrying the message? Well, the whole reason for our service bodies is carrying the message, right? The reason for your intergroup is carrying the message. The reason for uh, Region 6 is for carrying the message. The reason, reason for World Service is carrying the message. Uh, that's what this is about. If you go to the general membership and you ask them what your intergroup does, I will tell you uh, that the majority of people in that room do not tell you what your intergroup does. Right? And if you just simply define the intergroup facilitates carrying a message, right? Some of it's the business of carrying the message, like you know, ensuring meetings and things like that. Um, but a lot, a lot of it is, you know, doing the kind of outreach that we're talking here today. It's really important for the members to understand that, because all they understand is that each week they get told a certain amount of money goes to intergroup. You know, well, what is what is intergroup doing with that money, right? Um, so that's why that's in here, and we find it important. Um, the next page I want to take everyone to is uh, working with others. And um, I don't know if there's someone who has a burning desire on this one. Anyone like to? If not, you're going to end up listening to me. <laughs> okay. I'll go for it. Um, hi, I'm Joan, Compulsible Reader. Over the years, I've worked with a lot of others um, in different ways, um, getting people started, um, um, being a, a sponsor for um, just food, or being a big book study, step study sponsor. I mean, you know, I've, I've worked in a lot of different um, capacities in that way. And I was interested um, to say that um, I was kind of um, blown away when we did our sponsorship workshop. I had to do more studying about what sponsorship meant and how it, how it, um, how you go ahead and and carry the message through sponsorship. And I was really interested in um, how to be a good sponsor. Something that. I kind of just sort of backed into, nobody told me there was any paperwork that was available to do that. The only thing I knew about was the um, sponsoring through the steps with, you know, with your sponsor, you know, and that was all I knew about. So there were a lot of information in that little sponsorship kit that I wasn't even aware of was available. And... Um, then, um, as we got closer to doing our workshop, somebody found on, um, on um, I think it was through um, Lifeline, they had printed what were the qualities of a good sponsor. And that really was something that um, we could see. Here is, the you know, it's like strong abstinence, this is a good sponsor that does this. And um, it's just one sheet of paper, and it's probably about 15 or 17 things that makes up a good sponsor. And I mean, that really um, sort of left me with a, um, a good framework for what a sponsor should be. 
and um, then you've got the tools to use with the sponsee and um, how to how to behave with that sponsor so that it doesn't become a quick friendship and you know you can't really be honest with the person because you don't want to hurt their feelings and that kind of thing um, so um, and now I've tried to put that into my program with my sponsees so that I know when I can say what I need to say but we're you know and we're being honest but not being brutal <laughs> you know and um, it's really worked well and so um, I, I hadn't thought about our um, sponsorship um, thing being being really off all that successful but as far as numbers but as far as quality, I mean, it really, really um, did a good job in terms of uh, teaching everybody what a good sponsor was. Thanks. Thank you, Jenny. Yes. Thank you, the next slide is on the ER the message. Um, again, very important because that, that's a big part of public information. People see our recovery <coughs> in different ways, you know. Um, does anyone like to just read this? Even if they don't want to share it? Okay. Good, please. Thank you. Hi, I'm Blair, compulsive overeater. Hi, Blair. We are the message. The principle of service, which underlies OA's 12th step, can now guide our actions both inside and outside the program. Here we experience the great truth that when we let go of our need to control people, and simply allow our higher power to serve others through us, we receive an abundance of joy and strength. Uh, I'm going to stop right there and share about carrying the message and service. Um, I've been in these rooms for about three and a half years. Um, and since day one, uh, I had a temporary sponsor who urged me to get involved with service. I didn't know what service was, I just knew it was something that my sponsor told me I needed to do. So I started going to meetings, putting out chairs, welcoming newcomers like myself, um, just being a friendly face in the crowd and uh, that helps me with my own abstinence and my own program. And it, it's been three and a half years, I now am part of the inner group, the region six, It's it's, it's an amazing community, and I now only have program, my wife and my home, and my cat and my work. That, that's my life, and it is so full. And service for me is the most important way for me to connect with my fellows. We share the same disease, though it manifests in many different ways. Um, but being able and, and to come into a room and share your truth in three minutes and th then to do service it it's it's just a 180 360 for me and so um, every opportunity I have I do service and service like I said can be just welcoming a newcomer it doesn't have to be a service position right because you are carrying the message just like Claire and Joan have been talking about you are the message um, Wow, I said it for four hours, so that's clearly not enough time for me to speak. <laughs> um, that's hilarious, but um, 
having trouble with timing this morning. I apologize. Um, but doing service is one is one one of the many ways that remain that keeps me abstinent, keeps me coming back, and I have a commitment. I have a commitment to my my meetings, my fellowships. The doors stay open. The meetings still happen. Um, you know, we've heard lately that our, our membership is dwindling, and doing service will help all of us stay in the rooms and stay active. So, thank you. And as you'll see, we're following along here on, on, on the 14th slide. It's just a sampling of some of the materials we've been looking at today for carrying the message. Um, and it's really that simple. You know, there's a, dozens of materials on the OA.org website. This is just, you know, a few of them. Um, but they are effective. They work. You know, uh, going to the, every one of my doctors has beginner's practice. Everyone. And I tell them that they can give my phone number to people. Um, and they have. And they have. Um, and I give them meeting lists so that they know where to send people. I mean, it's that simple, just giving a doctor a meeting list, um, and if you do not a beginner's packet, just one, one, anything. It's just that, so that they can hand, hand to somebody. Um, if every member at every meeting took one beginner's packet, or just one piece of literature to their doctor, and a meeting list, and 10% of those doctors make referrals, you can start to see that, that ending up, you know, so um, it's important. Um, any, anyone burning desire to, to read or share on 15? Thank you. Stand by that side. Okay. Hi, I'm Patty. I'm a grateful recovering food addict. Hi, Hi, Thank Patty. you, Claire and John, for doing service. Uh, you were going to meet, am I reading the right page? Mm -hmm. 15. You're going to meet these new friends in your own community. Near you, alcoholics are dying helplessly, helplessly, like people in a sinking ship. If you live in a large place, there are hundreds. High and low, rich and poor, these are future fellows of Alcoholics Anonymous. Among them, you will make lifelong friends. You will be bound to them with new and wonderful ties. For you will escape disaster together, and you will commence shoulder to shoulder your common journey. Then you will know what it means to give of yourself, that others may survive and rediscover life. You will learn the full meaning of love thy neighbor as thyself. It may seem incredible that these men are to become happy, respected, and useful once more. How can they rise out of such misery, bad repute, and hopelessness? The practical answer is that since these things have happened among us, they can happen with you. Should you wish them above all else and be willing to make use of our experience, we're sure they will come. The age of miracles is still with us. Our own recovery proves that. Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous, page 152 to 153. Right. Then carrying the message. Um, what do they say? We, we don't carry the message. We are the message. And uh, I work with a lot of people. I work uh, for a government agency, and I work with clients, mostly addicts. And uh, 
I'm thinking of one in particular. He weighs over 500 pounds. And, uh, you know, I, when I met him, I told him, I, I'm very candid about my recovery. Uh, I tell everyone, I'm, you know, I'm in AA and I'm also in OA. And uh, I, get, I print out meeting lists for them. And um, it's a little different with the food. I don't know. I, I don't know, the denial and the stigma still. I work with, an, uh, I work with a nurse. I'm also a nurse. And, um, you know, her husband's in recovery, and I've asked her to come. And she's like, oh, no. You know, I, I, so I just keep moving to the next one. I don't dwell on it. I just, whatever life God puts in front of me. So I'm so happy to be here. Thanks, everyone, for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So... Um, how you can carry the message. First and foremost, working the 12 steps and the 12 traditions, practicing abstinence and the principles in all your affairs. So not just abstinence, but you know, I always say I have to weigh and measure my emotions, I have to weigh and measure my food. Um, but people can see the change in you. You know, my brothers call me the guns, I have four brothers, so they call me the gunslinger, because when I get angry, I pull out my hand and start pointing. And I'll never forget the first time I withdrew the hand they all sort of looked, and they were waiting and waiting, and then when I didn't blow up like I normally would, they all like hit the floor laughing. <laughs> and and I, so I knew at that moment that they saw my recovery, you know? I knew at that moment that they saw it. So it's not just, you know, what comes in our mouth, like I say, but also what comes out of it, too. You know? um, attend meetings. Meetings are a huge service. It's part of carrying the message, you know? It's usually the first place someone who's a newcomer uh, reaches out to us, you know. Um, uh, workshops, conferences, welcome newcomers, call missing members. It's really important to call missing members. Um, sponsor, assuming service positions. You know, I learned something a few weeks ago. I, I do a lot of marketing. And I've always been very tentative about using that skill because I didn't want to push that on someone. And then, um, I attended the IGO, um, which the Intergroup Officer Training, and I heard someone there share that if you have a skill and it's something that can help the program, and you're you're not doing that, it's the equivalent of someone coming up to you and asking you for help and walking away. And I, here I was being timid, like kind of shy about you know where, what I have over you know 30 years of experience, and I don't want to be you know. Um, and that put a whole different bent on it for me. I was like, oh, wow. And so ask in your rooms. There are people who have skills that can help with public information work. There are people that have marketing skills. There are people that have internet skills. Uh, there are people who have event skills. Ask. If you don't ask, people are not... I, very, I can tell you the times I've asked someone to do something for public information and they said no. Um, or anything in service. I think once. I've only had one no. I mean, not for if they had a conflict or something like that, but I've only ever had one no. And I, I you know, people will tell you I'm kind of annoying about asking to do service. So um, just ask. Just ask. And then the contact. Contact is so important. Outreach to doctors, clergy, social workers, psychologists. We have all the tools to do it. These tools exist. It's real simple, 
you know, it can be one one letter, it could be your doctor, it can be group mailings. We've done we did uh, uh, mailings to certain types of doctors. So um, that's all there. Um, and stay in contact with the region because we want to share with each other. So I'll give you an example. There's some intergroups, like I said, that had great success with the book. So our intergroup decided to copy it. But we didn't know how they did it, so we just handed out the books. Well, these other intergroups that had great success with the books have all these books being taken out, etc. Our intergroup handed out the books and, and we're not having the same success. So we did something different than those other two intergroups that had success with it. I don't know what that is. Right? So what we're going to do as Region 6 is, like I said, we're going to do an online forum where the people from those other intergroups who had success are going to come on and explain what they did so that we can all share on that. We've had success on Facebook, right? And someone heard me speaking about that, had their intergroup um, do Facebook, and they had success. So now we've had two intergroups that have actually, and we've actually tracked people you can't say who they are because it's their anonymity, but coming into the rooms actually know that we brought people into the rooms through Facebook. So isn't that a wonderful thing? And now somebody else has, another interview has done it. So we want to share that amongst each other. I, I, I can't help emphasize that enough. So if your intergroup, if you can bring back the word to your intergroup um, that we're going to be doing those kind of things, we really want to encourage we do it on an online platform, so you don't have to travel for it. It doesn't cost any money. You just download the program, and you can attend it. Um, and so you'll be hearing about different sessions throughout the year where Region 6 PIPO is going to be doing that. And um, so in some ways, this is a little bit more practical of a workshop today because we think it's important to get practical. <laughs> because we can theorize a lot about how to do outreach, but we need to turn we need to into action, into action, right? Working with others and into action. So, and the other thing here is to realize that meetings, right? You have an intergroup, you have meetings. Emphasize to your meetings that they too are responsible for carrying the message in their community. You know, when's the last time they hung up flyers in and around where their meeting is? What clergy have they outreached to where the meeting is? Just going in those communities can bring people in the rooms. You know, just putting up a flyer. We have tons of flyers, you know? I mean, this is the newer one, right? But there's a whole bunch of these. Or you can create your own um, and do it locally. But emphasizing to the meetings themselves, the meetings have a responsibility for carrying the message. We have responsibility, the interviews, but the meetings do. And ask the meetings, what can you do for outreach where you are? It could be that simple. You know, we, we had a meeting in a hospital. Well, I'm very embarrassed to tell you, because I'm PIPO, that I did outreach all over the place, except to the meet place where my home meeting is. Is that embarrassing? That's embarrassing for me. Um, and we didn't even do it until we were getting booted out, and then we went. And now all of a sudden they want us to meet with the head of bariatric, and they want us to meet with the nutritionist, and they didn't realize that this meeting had been there for over 20, 30, 40 years, right? And here I am doing outreach to all these other hospitals, except for where my home meeting is, right? So I'm there too, you know, that's all I'm saying. Um, so just think of those things. The meetings themselves can, can do outreach. Um, and, and, and supporting your, your people. So. Uh, um, 
Would anyone be so kind as to, uh, you know, the other thing is to look at, you know, distributing OA literature, bulletins, PSAs, all these things up to slide 17. Um, schools, colleges, library. I will tell you that Region 6 PIPO committee is currently working on, it's not board approved yet, but it will be coming down the line, a college outreach campaign. Because we don't have any tools for doing it. We don't. I mean, even nationally. So we are working on developing some ways of doing that. And that should hopefully come down the pike in the next year or so. So that's something to look forward to. And um, hopefully that we can all participate in. And um, uh, so those are all very important things. Local organizations, anything, clubs, organizations, just go and speak. Just go and speak, you know. I have a sibling that's in program and he was hanging up posters and someone saw him hanging up the posters and as a result of that they asked him to come and speak, right? And he never would even thought to contact that group to come and speak. It was some group that he just not really wouldn't have thought of. So go outside the box. And uh, anyone just want to read the last, the number 15? Even if you don't want to share on it, anyone else just have to... Hi, I'm Joan. Hi, Joan. You're going to meet these new friends in your own community. Near you, alcoholics are dying helplessly like people in a sinking ship. If you live in a large place, there are hundreds, high and low, rich and poor. These are future fellows of Alcoholics Anonymous. Among them, you will make lifelong friends. You will be bound to them with new and wonderful ties, for you will escape disaster together, and you will commence shoulder to shoulder your common journey. Then you will know what it means to give of yourself that others may survive and rediscover life. You will learn the full meaning of love thy neighbor as thyself. It may seem incredible that these men are about to become happy, respected, and useful once more. How can they rise out of such misery, bad repute, and hopelessness? The practical answer is that since these things have happened among us, they can happen with you. Should you wish them above all else and be willing to make use of our experience, we are sure they will come. The age of miracles is still with us. Our own recovery proves that. We're all miracles. So, last thing I'm going to pass these around. This is um, an empty one. It's a flyer for a carrying message workshop. And uh, we have it available in word format. And as I said, um, you can take one. If you're into group requests, We'll do our best to get somebody up there to run this workshop with a few people locally. And it'll be a bit, bit different than this format, obviously. Where people, how we'll have people who will share, and we'll ask, you know, people, as I said, to bring their big books and their 08, 12, and 12s. And at the end of it, which we can't, we don't have time to do here, and it would be a little awkward because we have to do the sign-offs, but we, then at the end of the workshop, if we came to your interview, we would brainstorm ways of carrying the message in the community. So it really serves as a way of kind of kickstarting that. So if you guys just want to take one so you can bring it back to your interview to let them know. And um, if anyone wants to come up and share, 
uh, we're welcome you. I have a bunch of people who already shared, but if anyone else wants to come up and share. Okay, so I should set to stand back here so you get recorded better. Okay. Okay. Hi, I'm Michelle. I'm a compulsive overreader. Hi, Hi Michelle. Michelle. Um, about carrying the message, I, I think I read the newcomer's packet when I was first starting. I didn't have a lot of information, so even though there's only, you know, a certain number of paragraphs in each pamphlet, I sat there and read them all very carefully. And I read about the tools and the tool about calling people on the phone, and I hate pe calling people on the phone. But in my first, like, three days of abstinence, I was like, I'm going to go, I'm like, on my way to the kitchen unless there's anything else I can do. So I was like, I'm just going to call on the phone. And I had called in to a phone meeting. It was like a newcomer's phone meeting, and people had given their phone numbers. So I called somebody on the West Coast. I just, like, dialed their number, and I was like, hi, I'm a newcomer. You're a newcomer. And I was like, okay. I don't know what I'm supposed to say, but they just told me to call you. <laughs> Just to, but even having just that five minute conversation with somebody else, I didn't eat, you know, in those first couple of days, and that was really helpful. Um, carrying the message, yeah, I tr went to a meeting at a hospital recently, and, you know, I was at home laying in bed, being like, oh, I don't have any plans for today. What was me? And I was like, weren't you going to go to that meeting? And so I went to the meeting at the hospital, and there was only the chairperson was the only other person there. And I was like, well, it's a good thing I came, and we just went around and shared, and then one other person came, so there's three of us. And I just, like, said my story, you know, like how I came into program, and like, I've been abstinent for eight months or something, and they were like, and I'm available to sponsor for the first three steps because I haven't even done all the steps, but so I feel like brand new still, sort of. And they were like, oh, we haven't had any sponsors come through in, like, months, and... We're not abstinent, so it's so nice to hear someone that is. And, you know, I just showed up <laughs> randomly, so I really felt, you know, God working through me um, to get me out of bed to go to that meeting to just carry. And it's so struggling with self worth, I feel like I don't have anything to give. And um, I was doing some, just outside of program, I was doing some volunteer work, and they needed like math tutors for third graders. And I was like, well, I have done calculus in college, but I don't know if I'm like qualified to teach <laughs> third grade multiplication, you know? You just don't feel qualified, but um, just giving, to work with God and just giving of myself is mind-blowing to me that it helps other people, but it does, so thank you for all being here. Thank you,
thoughts and questions and anything. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. 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 Thank